Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. Also, go to cheapseatreviews.com, click on the iTunes button, and purchase any music, movie, audiobook, or any podcast that you want, and a portion of that will go directly to our podcast. Aaron, you are the Samwise Gamgee to my Frodo Baggins. You are the Gandalf to my Bilbo Baggins. But of all the Lord of the Rings references that I could make, this is the most important. Ah, God. And yet my precious. Aaron. One ring to rule them all, and in the darkness, find them. Now get up here. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 69, and today we're talking about... <laughs> Which is very appropriate for this movie, by the way. <laughs> this is, uh, we're talking about 2014's The Interview. You know, I was actually thinking about leading off with a 69 joke, you know, like what's so important about sixty nine, and then you guys would giggle like little children that you are, and I would say it's the year that we land on the moon. You know, what did get your head out of the gutter? Um, but I didn't, so there you go. I am Sean Allred, and joining me. I'm glad tonight, you took the high road there, buddy. Uh, well, it's what I do. Um, <laughs> Sam, your cam right now. I like the just, people on the <laughs> your camera is just freaking me out right now. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Chad. Don't chew that gum, Evans. Oh, I really felt bad for the guy. I mean, I really did. But, uh, hey, it's great to be here. Coming to you live from Sam's basement. Oh, yeah. Live wait, on location. Wait, 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 where the hell is Sam then? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm right here. I'm here. In the other room because we kept echoing. Oh, God, what is that? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sam's tied up in the uh, Oh my God, Sam, the secret you. room. Oh, God. Uh, um... Yeah, it's a secret room where Zed likes to live. Um, Cornelius secretly loves Katy Perry, Logan. <laughs> Don't we all? You know what else I love? Cake. You know what I did not see in this movie? Cake. The band or the food. I'm actually kind of upset. <laughs> okay. Aww. Your intros are so random. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and Sam, Honeypot Vector. Oh, hey, I got the honeypot. <laughs> Love it. Well, I didn't want to say honey dick, but I'll say it. It's been said twice. How many times can we say honey dick? Oh, that's three. Well, if if there's any reference, if there's any reference that that shows the relationship between Sean and I, I've got to say, uh, you are the Boromir to my Frodo. Oh, I'm the Boromir. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, Sam. You, you got to be Boromir, buddy. Yeah, you're the Boromir of this podcast. Why let's, am I the Boromir? Yeah, let's just be honest here. Um, I'm I I'm not the one that dies in the first act. 
Actually, you're more like uh, you're more like Faramir. Like you have good intentions, but your actions are evil, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't quite realize that you're hijacking the the whole show, and, yeah. and the fact that like Faramir like steals uh, Sam and Frodo and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Faramir. So way to go! Oh shoot! Okay. <laughs> I would make a Game of Thrones reference, but none seem uh, appropriate at this time. Right. <laughs> Yeah, For because a they would all of reasons because they all die, you know. So pretty much, pretty much, some so, more brutal than others. Yes, uh, and we're not going to talk about that on this podcast because that show is sad, um, but excellent, but still sad. Uh, and this movie, however, is not that. This is the interview. This is the movie that broke the internet. It broke Sony. Yes, it did. Um, it actually literally broke Sony, it, folks. It literally did. That the yes. North Koreans hated this movie so much that they hacked Sony, and and spilled all their dirty secrets. A CEO <laughs> got fired, um, and then we're going through a strange series of events. We're going to give the North Koreans credit for allowing Spider-Man to come back to the <laughs> MCU. So. Thank you, Kim Jong Un. Thank, you, thank, thank you. you, North Korea, for being. Well, evil. he is a movie fan, so I'm guessing. Yeah. You know. He did this on purpose so that Spider-Man would come back to the MCU. Yeah, I think that was his total plan all along. Not to wreck a company that had a, a movie about them trying to kill him or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, so this is this movie. Um, before we get too much farther into this movie, uh, Catherine had some nice words to say about it. Hey, Catherine. Interview. When a TV host and his producer score an interview with Kim Jong-un, who's a fan of their show, the CIA asks them to assassinate the dictator. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was clearly in a good mood. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Reverend Catherine, thank you. Um, so I can, can I fairly make the assumption this is the first time any of us had seen this movie? That would be a good yes. assumption for me. Corny? I saw the, uh, the credits once. Oh. So that doesn't count. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a trailer. Does that count? No. Uh, so, Chad. Hi. You're up, pal. I saw a cat once. Great. <laughs> and it walked by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing like an inside joke in a podcast. This is the second time we've made the said inside joke. I know. That is true. We're going to have to send like an, uh, like Bobo an email saying, you need to listen to this particular episode. Absolutely. Speaking oh, of him, wow. he just posted wow. on Facebook. <laughs> That's great. Um, sorry. So, uh, Chad. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, pal. Am I not great. hear both of them? What? 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 Eh? Eh? Who? Eh? Corny? I'm getting an echo from Chad. I'm getting an echo. Well, don't worry about it. It's not recording. Okay. I'm not getting on the recording, so live with it. Okay. Okay, sorry. we're living with it. Uh, okay, what did I think of this movie? You know, I had very... I was the one that put it on the list, so I guess oh. you can blame me. I couldn't remember but, if, it was uh, a, if it was one of us or a listener. I thought it was a listener. I think it was a little both, to tell you the truth. Maybe. Yeah. So anyway, um, I didn't know what to expect coming into this. All I knew that uh, South Korea, or North Korea, you know... <laughs> gotta get them right, start, Chad. Yeah. I gotta get them right, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I fell asleep during geography class. <laughs> if you've listened to this podcast for at least uh, most of the episodes, you'll notice that none of us did very well in that class. Especially me. I don't know. I'm, 
I am the one. I, I believe I did point out that Central Africa was a real nation. Yeah, you and did. And you argued it. No, you're right. You did, and I was wrong. And I even took world geography in high school. Um, <laughs> and I did pretty well at it. I legitimately had like an A in that class. I, I like world geography. I, I generally do, too. I just didn't. I just don't know Africa very well. Sorry. Continue, Chad. Okay. okay. Hey, I know. I'll call me racist. No, it's Africa. no, no, no. It's just, I mean, it's, I don't know Africa very well. Who does? <laughs> People in Africa don't know Africa very well. So, anyway. That's racist. Okay. um, Coming into this film, I didn't know anything. I didn't really have very high expectations about it. But coming away, you know, I actually kind of had a little bit of fun with this movie. Um, Towards the end, it got really like, oh, everything that he he really wanted actually is coming true. Hey, there's a bulletproof vest. and Hey, Soul Team 6. Oh, look, there's a tunnel. (laughs) <laughs> and a boat. Yeah, exactly. And a boner. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, he had that too. Was that it? What else was I, I going to say? Um, I felt a lot of the jokes might have been forced on forced on us. Uh, you know the whole the whole bit with the with the tiger and the and the oh. thing that killed the tiger. <laughs> And did he was not had to see shove that it up coming? his ass. And... Did he was not see that that, that thing was going to kill the tiger? Oh, I mean, I knew oh, it. Oh, I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. The tiger didn't, but. I <laughs> 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 see what you did there. I'm still confused at how a African or Indian, I guess it would be an Indian tiger, Bengal tiger, ended up in North Korea. I, I, I don't know. There's no it's such thing Indian as. Tigers. Those are Siberian tigers, but they don't look like that. Yeah, aren't they like white or something? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Right. Somebody write a letter. <laughs> Somebody should find out. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking right now. It wasn't in the trivia about the t- anything about the tiger. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh. Only that they spend a lot of money to have the tiger. <laughs> oh, nope. Siberian tigers are just big-ass tigers. No, oh, okay. And they oh. look like normal tigers. They're no. just big. Well, maybe it was a Siberian type it tiger. Was. It probably it probably wasn't. It was probably you know a tiger rented from the Vancouver Zoo or something like that. But um, anyway, you done, Chad? I'm done. Okay, <laughs> I'm good. No, I'm you know I don't take your time. Take your time or or whatever. Um, Man, these things look like big ass dogs. <laughs> I honestly, not, I, not, I really thought you were going to say. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know Aardvark. I, I really thought it was going to be an Aardvark. <laughs> right. But. I, I thought it was going to be something else, something funnier than a tiger. Because a tiger is, is actually kind of scary. Um, I, I kept, because ex- the, the way the image looked, it made it look like it was something strange. Like I was thinking human centipede, I'll be honest with you. I, I was thinking <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it was Vancouver. I, was I thought it was like a Komodo dragon. I see. I kind of did too at first, and then I thought it kind of looks like a peacock. <laughs> what? It had like a long tail, kind of a thing, like in the in the satellite imagery or whatever. It kind of looked like I don't know some some kind of weird thing like that. Hey, for this movie, it could have been like a made up animal. It could have been like some weird hybrid thing that that the Kim Jong Un created or something for all. Like a know. platypus. Yeah, a platypus bear. Yeah, like, like well, you know what? Like some kind of animal you're, from um from uh, Avatar. You're just upset because you didn't have one in, in your backyard, so you're just peanut butter and jealous. I know that I was say. so funny. I'd never heard that <laughs> phrase before. But that's hysterical. You're just peanut butter and jealous. 
Haters they gonna hate, hate us. They hate us because they ain't us. They ain't us. Don't, <laughs> did you just say right, so, anus? Ain't us. <laughs> so that phrase, there's a there's a guy at work who says that, who's uh who's who's quite not the person you expect to say that. And he says it all the time. I'm like, don't say it. I'd never seen this movie before, and I was like, please don't say it. But don't don't do that. He says, they hate us. I'm like, don't. Because they ain't us. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, corny. Yeah. Um, kind of like Chad, I went in this movie and thinking, I'm not sure what I'm getting into, but it has Seth Rogen. So I'm thinking I'm going to see somebody's junk and at least something shoved up uh, an orifice. Right. I'm pretty sure those things are going to happen. And I was hey, not, <laughs> I was not, uh, not let down. So thank you, Seth Rogen for again, pulling through, uh, when you really shouldn't, uh, <laughs> Yeah, this, this movie went from weird to ridiculous to, uh, damn it, everything's just lost it. But It esca- uh, escalated quite quickly. It, yeah, it did. did, actually. <laughs> and you know what? I got to hand it to Seth Rogen you know, because uh, apparently he took his uh, a sensu bean or two because I think he had fingers at the end. Anybody knows that? <laughs> no, because the, no. the, the, the hand that he got his fingers bit off was in his pocket. It was his left hand. So like at the end of the movie, he's got his hands in his pocket. I, I really thought I saw him like turning around to whatever. I mean, man. it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> he, got a, he, he got fingers chewed off and he was still good to go. I, right. you know, I guess that's the whole movie armor thing. Right. All you got to do is wrap a flag around it and you're good to go. Anyway, but no, um, I, I was not not pleased, but I didn't hate it. I guess I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens during this podcast, whether I like it or not. Sure. Uh, much, Sam, like, much like Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't made your mind up on Sam yet? Every podcast. Every podcast. It's like, okay, Sam, we're yeah. going to start you off. At hey, like, it's, it's, cl- it's a clean slate. Every, I am, every um, time. And then, I like that, yeah. Mm. So, my go? Yes, please. Okay. Um, well, I, I kind of went into this movie with trepidation. Uh, Seth Rogen is not my favorite uh, actor or director or producer. Um, seems like a lot of his stuff is the same thing, the super bad, Pineapple Express, Knocked Up, all that sort of stuff. And kind of like Corny said, you expect certain things from a Seth Rogen film. Um, we've already mentioned some, you, you, you know, some more mentions are his friends will be in it. Um, and uh, I was actually surprised not to see as many of his friends as, as other films in this film. Um, but with that said and with that in mind, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I, I went into it with very low expectations that I came out of it with uh, not with admiration, but I think for the material they had, they did really well. Usually his his dialogue is just makes me mad. It's stupid. It's 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 basically if you want to think of it as, as pothead esque, where it kind of feels like it's made up on the spot and not very good. But this film, they, they of course sort of had that, but man, there's a lot of little quotable lines here and there throughout this thing. And uh, they were put into so many different situations. I enjoyed it. I will probably watch this thing again. Um, and I'm, I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, it was funny. It was, <laughs> it was funny in ways I didn't think it would ever be, um, including the the you know do not fight that tiger you will die you gotta fight the tiger you gotta fight the tiger chop off his balls i don't see the balls <laughs> i'm not gonna what? use the phrase that he said later but anyway 
but um, and then, like I said before, it escalates just escalates pretty oh quickly with fingers getting chopped or uh, chewed Bitten off. off yeah. And people just get um, like it turned into a Tarantino film, like it did. like that. You know, it's just. <laughs> Golly. And that's not something you see in, in a lot of his other stuff. Um, this is the end, I guess, is the last film where, where he takes some famous friends and, and kills them pretty horrendously. But not in a, I don't want to say a real-life setting, but this obviously wasn't. But uh, it was interesting. It was an interesting story, and, and I appreciated it. It was fun. How cool. about you, Sean? Cool. Um I, I again, I kind of went in this with zero expectations because this is again a Seth Rogen movie. I don't care about. I don't have any. The Green Hornet was terrible, which is yes. which pissed me off because it was a comic book that it was one of the few that I actually read. And I actually watched the TV show with my dad. Uh, he he had some old VHS copies of it with Bruce Lee, um, and it was uh, it was a fun little comic and whatever. But like. The movie was terrible. The only thing that was kind of fun about it was uh, Christoph Waltz in that thing. Um, the bad guy with a gun with two guns. It was weird. Anyway. Um, so I had like zero expectations. And they were met. Um, <laughs> I, 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 you know, like, this was everything I expected it to be and less. <laughs> Uh, you I know just, Seth Rogen just has an amazing ability to please and piss off everyone he meets. Right. Yeah. You know, this I yeah. just this movie I think was um it had its fun moments. Um and and it really did. I mean there was there's obviously some moments that I was laughing, but this <laughs> to me is the movie um and 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 bear with me on the analogy here, okay? Uh this Grizzly. movie reminded me of um American Pie slash What's the other one? Uh, Office Space. Now, before you get all up in arms, because I know Office Space is a beloved film. Yes. Office Space is a genuinely really good movie. I don't think this is a genuinely good movie. But I had the issue with this, with those two movies, Office Space and um, American Pie, and I think also Anchorman, where they're more fun to quote than to watch. Is that kind okay. of a fair thing to say? Yeah. Uh, I think I guess, Office Space is probably a better film, but for whatever reason, for me, it was talked up so much that when uh, I finally watched it, I was like, "It wasn't that funny." Like it was okay, and then like we then we then we spend the next two days going, "I need my deepler, give me my deepler," <laughs> and then we all laugh, you know, <laughs> just like this, you know, we all try to chuckle. So to me, this is that same movie. That I'm sitting there watching, I'm kind of giggling or whatever, but it's more fun to talk with you guys about the dumb tiger scene that was really <laughs> not necessarily other than the fact that we needed to add some peril for whatever reason um, and to prove that James Franco's character is a dumbass. Uh, to con- <laughs> not that we needed more proof. We just we needed reinforcement. I will say I captured one of those moments from that, that, that bit. That was pretty funny, I thought. Um, <laughs> So, so this, so this was directed by even Evan, sorry Goldberg and Seth Rogen. Even, uh, even uh, Evan is known mostly as a producer. He's only directed "This Is the End" and "The Interview," and then oh. he's, he's directing something called "Console Wars," which is just announced. Employees at the gaming company of Sega try to make a more popular device than the ones made by the dominant rival Nintendo. Sega. That actually sounds interesting. 
Huh. I'm sure it comes alive and kills people. Is it fictitious? No, it seems kind of real. But anyway, so he was a producer on Knocked Up, Superbad, Pineapple Express, Funny People with the Green Hornet, Fifty Fifty, The Guilt Trip. So this yeah, is the basically end. all of the Rogan stuff. Yeah, right. Exactly. So they're obviously pals, um, and that's fine. Um, uh, it also so it stars James Franco, who we know from he won. He didn't freaks did, and geeks. He didn't win the Oscar, did he? Did he win the Oscar for one twenty seven? No, not for one twenty seven. No, he was nominated for one hundred twenty seven hours, yeah. uh, and he was also, of course, the Green Goblin or the Hobgoblin in Spider Man: the, the First Trilogy. Uh, you got Seth Rogen, who we know, Lizzie Chaplin uh, was the CIA agent. We know her from Mean Girls and some other things, Cloverfield, um, and a TV series oh. called Masters of Sex. She's also in the league. Yes, the league. Woo! What? Uh, wait, what is she in in the league? Uh, her character in the she league. She is Ruxin's sister, Virginia Johnson. No, oh yeah, her. she's Rebecca <laughs> Ruxin. That's her. Rebecca Ruxin. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think doesn't. Is it? Well, never mind. We won't get into the league. No. Okay. But she's. Yeah, that's a very funny show. You should watch it. Uh, I actually eventually uh, intend to one day. Um, lies. All lies. Yep, lies. Uh, you said the same thing about Game of Thrones, but then rage quit. I did rage quit <laughs> for very obvious reasons. Because <laughs> that show is evil. Oh, my God. There's, there's a dog on camera. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hey, she was over here a second ago. Nice. Iris. Uh, uh, so, yeah. So, this movie, the interview. Um, uh that's really all the people that are in it that really matter. I don't really know. I know that um, Randall Park is also in that new show, uh, Off the Boat or something like that. Um, oh, the Kim Jong? Yeah, Kim? yeah. He's on He's on that new TV show. Yeah, Fresh Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat. Um, he's also in a couple episodes of Community. And he's now going to be in a, in a TV miniseries called Wet Hot American Summer, The First Day of Camp. That was a movie from back in the 90s. It has, like, a weird following. Huh. He's also in Sex Tape and Neighbors. Of course he was. So he's a comedian. <laughs> That's what it boils down to. He's yeah. a comedian. And, and he probably was, a, Rogan, a Rogan bud. Yeah, and he was pretty funny in this. I thought he was interesting um, for the most part. Uh his 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 crime in as interesting as a character like him can get. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, he's he's not, he's not even two dimensional. He's one dimensional. He's just weird bad guy who craps his pants for some reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kim Jong Un has no butthole. Yeah. So anyway, well, um, my I have a I guess a big moral question to ask about this movie. Okay. Everybody poops in and, peace, Sam. It's well, yes, we all know that. I mean, well, Lord knows if you have children, everybody you understand that. But it really bothered me, and it made me really think. It kind of drove me. I don't know, really to look deep. You know, are Mar- margaritas really gay? <laughs> this, if this movie taught us anything, is that margaritas aren't gay. They are not. I love margaritas. I would. I think. I think the continent. The continent. The country. Of, the continent. The continent of Mexico would agree with you, Sam. Yeah. I don't understand what's gay about it either. My dad drinks them. Uh, yeah. That was, there's no fruity drinks. You know. It, it, heck, there's salt around the rim. That's yeah. That's, you put as far away from sweet as you get. Yeah. I don't know. It's. It's. I don't get that point. If he would have said like daiquiris. Yeah. You know, like 
his favorite drink is a blueberry <laughs> daiquiri, then I'm kind of with him. Like, yeah. then I think the joke is a little funnier, maybe. Yeah, I couldn't understand that. You know, like... Uh, thinking about that for years. <laughs> That's going to haunt you for a while, isn't it? It really is, yeah. yeah I, we, I, we, I try not all, to drink margaritas. We're um, all going to go up to the, to the Mexican restaurant there in Hickory and have a margarita in Sam's, and we're like, am I being judged by everyone in the room? Because I'm with three <laughs> other dudes drinking margaritas? <laughs> <laughs> as long as you wear the big hat, I think we're fine. Oh, okay. The giant sombrero. Yeah. Then that's okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it's your birthday every time I go there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> According to uh, Sam's uh, birthday givings, uh, Sean is now 400. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you here last week and it was your birthday? Nope. That was a different redheaded kid that wore glasses. Whether he likes it they're or multipl- not. <laughs> they're multiplying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like rabbits. Um, gross. Anyway, there that was, is kind of gross. They said that on a on that Family Guy, uh, Big Bang Theory. They said something like, "Oh, they're multiplying like rabbits." And you're like, "Actually, rabbits don't don't have they don't procreate all that much." If you wanted to be really accurate, you would say, you know, like cockroaches or rats or something like that. But of course, that's not nearly as a pretty you know. Anyway, Big Bang Theory. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> this, what were we talking about? I don't know. This movie is dumb. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, get the goat, get the goat. I've got some questions for that, <laughs> for that goat. goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. Did, did Eminem just say he's gay on our show? That's what the F just happened. You know. by, by the way, now when uh, you say you're gay, gay. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm a homosexual. I'm a homosexual. And by that, you mean, by you mean, that, I like men. <laughs> and they all just stop and look around. That was hysterical. I'm not gonna lie. That actually makes me respect Eminem a shite ton more. Yeah, because he goes along with that. I, that just makes me and happy. kept a straight face. Yeah, I, I just I, yeah, I, that was pretty. Amazing. Well, he did do that one movie, so he's got some acting jobs. Yeah, yeah. he was actually good in that movie too. So See, he, when when guys who are usually you know considered uh, that's just not something they do, and they do something like that, it, it just. I gain respect for that person. Well, yeah, uh, you know, because like Justin Timberlake yeah. was the same way. We're like, oh, he's a performer, and all of a sudden he shows up in a couple of movies. And you go, oh, he can Wait actually he can actually yeah. kind of act like in he Alpha Dog. He can fly. Yeah, Alpha <laughs> Dog is a really good and depressing movie, and he's really good in it. Uh, and he was also really good in the Social Network. Yeah, um, and he's been in, he was in that movie Out of Time or In Time or something like that. I didn't see it, but someone told me that it was actually pretty good. It's a decent flick for a sci-fi flick. Right. Um, and that's kind of what I expected of that person. Um, yeah, he was good as uh, as Legolas, too. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I don't think he was in Lord of the Rings, but, um, um, but yeah, he is a tall white guy like Orlando Bloom. So yeah. <laughs> thanks for being racist, Sam. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to ask you guys this, because we're, we're all now think about this except for sam uh who has left college a couple years more but the three of us chad corny sam or chad corny myself we are all now 10 years away from college think about that oh yep we are 10 years away from college ha i'm not i'm just kidding (laughs) well okay whatever 10 ish nine nine and a half um that's what she said so like do you guys whatever can you imagine a scenario where you would run into an old friend from college and they would be a complete dick to you like his old college buddy was? 
know what I'm talking yes. about? When he goes there, he's behind the bar. Yes, Corny, yeah. Yes, actually. Uh, really? I have, uh, well, since I left the band directing world, every once in a while I will run into a, uh, uh, a former friend from the School of Music and, uh, or just something like that, and I kind of get the little bit of a dickish move. Like, oh, you, you couldn't tough it out. I'm like, no, I could. I just wanted to go home. Sorry, dude. It's okay. <laughs> God, Sam, you're such an ass. See, <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, you're Faramir, you know. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You're you're the crazy old steward. You're Faramir's dad. That's who you are. What? You're one year old. <laughs> yep. Two, you're kind of crazy. And I, of the four of us, you're the one that's most likely to set yourself on fire. But that was, yeah, over Faramir, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. So but he if, was distraught at the loss of his So if, if if Molly accidentally like chewed something and then passed out and you thought she died, Molly being your dog, of course, yeah, uh, you would light yourself on fire naturally. I mean, that's what that's what <laughs> we all think you would do. Okay. And then um, Chad would come in and put, kick you in the face and take the dog out, and then you'd fall off your porch. Fortunately, yeah. it's only like yeah. six feet, so you'd be all right. Anyway, interesting. Um, that was a really strange. How did get there? Yeah, I don't was, know what just happened. How did we get there? <laughs> yeah, but just think about this though. That actor though, he's actually in a lot of other cool stuff. So, just you know, you're doing okay. Um, because he's in. Was he's he in, the guy from Fringe? Yeah, he was in Fringe for a while, and he's also the, um, uh, Horseman of War in the Sleepy Hollow TV show, which hmm. is created by the same people that created Fringe. Interesting. Yeah, it actually it's a pretty good show, but it's. It's doing what Fringe did in that third season. You know, when Fringe started off really interesting and cool and then it started to get, like, too big for itself and started getting kind of just weird and magical? Like, yeah. That, that's kind of what this is doing. Um, oh, but, no. Oh. Yeah, but it's fine, whatever. It's still um, it's still okay. And I, there's there's the funny moments in that where, like, Ichabod Crane, like, makes fun of Benjamin Franklin for something, and it's kind of funny because, you like, if you know history, like, then it actually kind of helps and makes it funny. Plus, they filmed in Wilmington, so I'm like, hey, I used to live there, and I've been there, and that's the battleship. Anyway. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I just, so, so Corny, that's, that's kind of sad um, that you said that. I, um, I, I, can't, I can't imagine anyone saying that to me now, at least. Yeah. You know, maybe like four, uh, five years ago when, I was kind of at the low point where I was delivering pizza. Like, oh, you graduated college and you're delivering pizza. But no one ever did it to my face. No, we just did it behind your, your back. Well, that's fair. I mean, that's that's where you kind of should do that, too. <laughs> you know? I mean, no, I, but I, I, did. I, I, can... <laughs> I didn't judge. I wanted pizza. <laughs> yeah. um, I've seen many college uh, colleagues out in the real world. It never got ugly. There was a little bit of kind of uh, how do you call it uh, measuring? Uh, yeah, well, measuring we're, yeah, each we're other all guys. up. We're but... all going to do dick measuring. I mean, that's that's part of the gig. But what does Richard have to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a tall guy. You know, it's like he's like <laughs> seven three. So like, you got to measure him every time you see him. That's a good point. Yeah. How tall are you, so... again, Richard? Seven three. Are you sure? Let's measure you. But does that only? I mean, I know Corny says it has happened to him, but it seems to me just almost a, a movie makeup thing, yeah. almost like yeah. a trope. I think it is too. Uh, did I actually did I put that as a trope? No, I just put it in the show notes. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you're the right. meeting of the colleague, or but to be fair, I wasn't a very you know I wasn't a completely liked person. No, that's, so yeah. warranted. It's a little bit warranted. Yeah, I, I would say this uh, to to the movie, not to what Corny's point is. Though that makes me sad, Corny, that you say that. But because um, <laughs> I like you for the most part. Um, for the most part, <laughs> you have your moments. <laughs> no, but, that's fair. But that's we all have fair. our moments. I know you guys don't like me most days, and that's fine. As long as it, you like me for the most part on Tuesday nights when we record. Um, <laughs> Is when um nope. All right, I'm I out. I think you leave it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam and Chad both rage quit, and it's just me and Corny. <laughs> and then Corny leaves too because it's awkward. No. <laughs> so I'm stuck doing another hour by myself. Um. He starts doing oh, the voices Sean, what do you for think the rest of, of this. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Me too. Moving on. Yeah. When was it, Chad? It was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. What was that, Chad? It was a different time. Oh, cool! Thanks. <laughs> and uh, and then I'll pull up some voicemail that Sam left me. And uh, at some know. point, in time you hey, just Sam, what did you think I'm about just... that? Well, uh, you know, it was. Uh... Okay, so I guess you're not answering your phone now. Yeah. See, I mean, it's just. Um, I'm sorry, pal. You know, but anyway. In the middle of a podcast, okay? Yeah, this just got really strange. Um. I don't even know what well, I'm saying. Oh no, you're right. One, it's a trope because the trope yeah. it's the, the it's the thing of well, it's not I guess it's not a trope, it's a plot device, right? We have to give the character, the hero, the whatever, the motivation to go seek the Holy Grail, right? Mm-hmm. God has to come down and say, Go seek the Holy Grail. And in this case, or, it's uh, that dick saying, Hey, your job isn't real, even though you probably make more money than I do, and you're actually really good at the thing that you do, but it's not CNN. It's not real. So I'm going to be a 60 dick. Minutes. Or 60 minutes. Yeah. So I kind of just want to say, well, F you, dude. I, I'm, I'm making it in the world with this idiot James Franco. So, I mean, like, <laughs> um, I think I'm actually doing pretty well. Like, he even made the point. Your show has been on for like 80 years. You know, I, I built this from the ground up. So, in my opinion, Seth Rogen's doing better than the douche Mick Baggins over Baggins. there. <laughs> I couldn't think of a, th- a funny thing for the Mick part. Mick, Mick suit? But, I don't know. But the one thing that keeps popping up in my mind when I'm watching these movies, was, the Seth Rogen movies. Was Rob Lowe's hair? <laughs> Besides Rob Lowe's hair. Oh, okay. Actually, is I, that, I think I'm having a nightmare about that tonight. <laughs> these guys have a ton of fun doing this. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's that whole thing of you want to be in on this group of friends because it looks like they have a blast. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I don't want to kind of, well, I'm going to compare it to what we do. You know, we do this on Tuesday nights as a group of friends having a heck of a lot of fun or or as close to that as we can and just kind of enjoying each other's company, doing something we like. They're doing the same thing. Didn't most of these guys meet on Freaks and Geeks? Maybe. That's very possible. I don't know the whole history to them. I know Rogan and uh, Franco were on there. I think, um, oh, God, what's the guy from uh, How I Met? Uh, oh, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon uh, Marshall. Um, Marshall. Uh, um, yeah. What's his face? Jason Siegel. Yeah. Him. Jason, he was also on that show. Yeah. He was he's part Seagal. of Seagal. Really? So. But then you've got. Um, I'm make you look that up, aren't I? No. Then <laughs> <laughs> the, the Wolf of Wall Street guy is also in amongst these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Jonah Hill. But yeah. But yeah, Jonah. And, and I don't know. It just seems like a lot of fun. And. I can tolerate most of those movies, um, even with all the full of expletives and and pothead humor. Um, but it just looks like a heck of a lot of fun to be around. No, I, I mean, gosh, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to be a part of that group? 
Um, yeah. Um, or a group like that, you know, that yeah. that yep. maybe is more aligned with our sensibilities and things like that. You know, I mean, family people. Uh, well, not necessarily. I mean, we could still like have a good time or whatever. I just don't think we're doing we're not doing dick jokes and things like that. You know, uh, even yeah. though we've done two tonight before the podcast started. <laughs> um, uh, but that was inspired from the movie. So yes, uh, I will say this. Uh, I did write down in my notes. I think this is where Rob Lowe came up with his alternate Rob Lowe's for the direct TV ads. Yeah, I thought that too. Um, that was pretty funny. Um, I am going to play this clip real quick. This is the first rule of news reporting. <laughs> when you score a Bin Laden or a Hitler or an Oom, you take it by the balls. It's the first rule of journalism. You give the people what they want. That's not the first rule of journalism. I think that's the first rule of, like, circuses and demolition derbies. This is the biggest interview since Frosty Nixon. Frosty Nixon? I mean, in 10 years, Ron (laughs) Howard's going to make a movie out of this. We do this, we can interview any president on the planet. And then you can ask him the real questions. (laughs) Most of the clips are of him being dumb. Yeah. And and I'm I'm kind of okay with that. I mean he's <laughs> he's a trope in of himself. He's the clueless hero. I yep. mean, it's just what he is. He's he I don't know, he's just he's a dumbass. <laughs> um and we're gonna talk about that more later. Um I also thought this was funny. I will love your mother like she was my mother. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Such a weird thing to say. You know, I heard that and my first thought was Sam's gonna say this tonight. <laughs> He's going. To... <laughs> I heard that. I mean, I immediately thought Sam. Yeah, that's the only person that would immediately start cl- claiming our death before. We even... <laughs> <laughs> I will love your mother as I love my mother. It's just so weird to say. Um, so speaking of him being dumb, right? James Franco's character being just a complete dumbass. This was a point that I made. Oh, not points, but this is something I wrote down in my notes that I thought was. So when we think of the talk show host of today. Jimmy Fallon, uh, I know uh, Dave Letterman just retired, Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien, um, and, and Arsenio there, Hall. Arsenio Hall. There's other guys out there I can't think of the names of. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Um, George Lopez until uh, he got in trouble. Right. But <laughs> what did he get in trouble for? Not really in trouble. Just get, uh, His show just wasn't doing very well. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then Since Carson you- before them and all that stuff. So, like. I I would say this. They're all funny people, but I think what makes them good is that they're smart people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're all smart, intelligent people who actually have good opinions about real issues, whether you agree with them or not, doesn't matter, and that they're they're generally, like, intelligent people who are talking with sometimes really dumb people, but sometimes, (laughs) sometimes intelligent people, too. And I'm just looking at this going, how did he land a TV show? Like that, you know what I'm saying? Like Ellen DeGeneres has her own talk show, and she's quite an an eloquent, uh, intelligent person. Uh, mm-hmm. Even Oprah, you know, the most powerful woman in the world, is she's a smart person. So like, I just, I didn't, I couldn't buy the fact that he was a complete idiot the whole time because I'm sitting here thinking that's so unreal, like real life. Now again, this movie is not close at all to real life, but what? Yeah, this this isn't a historical document. What? That's, that's why I've said like halfway through the movie it became a Tarantino film. But it had a tiger. It, I mean, that... yeah, yeah. Halfway through the movie, this became Inglorious Bastard. It was just really funny. Uh, it was the comedic version of Inglorious Bastards. Um, so, 
speaking. I don't of, know. There were parts in in Inglorious Bastards that I laughed. There were some some moments, but not very many. Mostly when the uh, when Brad Pitt's character was trying to speak Italian. Yeah. <laughs> with his Tennessee East Tennessee accent, I speak fluent Italian. Oh, okay, that wasn't a very good East Tennessee accent. No, that wasn't. No, that was not what the hell that was. I don't know. It was almost Texian, maybe. By the way, James Franco is a PhD student in English at Yale. How about that? Just um, so you know. I mean, like, yeah, like I don't, I don't think James Franco's an the idiot. The more you know, he seems like a stoner. <laughs> he seems like a dude that likes his pot. Yes. <laughs> You okay, Corny? That really got you, didn't it? <laughs> you good? Oh, keep going. If it was yeah, anything like the Super Bowl, <laughs> I can't even do it. The Super Bowl. I was going to make a reference to Katy Perry and the firework thing. And oh my gosh, you're right. That is the yeah. You're right. Yeah, Left Shark. You know. Oh my God, Left Shark! That thing has become so famous. Have you seen it? Like, like Gap commercials just have random sharks now because of that that Left Shark. That's hysterical. Um, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, this happened. Look, it's really dark out there. He probably doesn't see you. Oh, he sees me. It has night vision. Night vision? That tiger has night vision goggles. It doesn't have night vision goggles. It just naturally has night vision. Listen, just keep the line clear, Doug Beetle, please. <laughs> please keep the line open. <laughs> That's the uh, I laughed so hard during that scene. <laughs> See, I did too. Like, I did too. I loved it. It was just I dumb humor, and I, I was okay with it. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, it, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys off air um, wh- when and where I watched this, and it'll actually make it a little bit more uh, funny for the four of us, but I'm not going to put that on the air. Um, I also thought this is, again, another James Franco fine moment. She was just telling me she's with us. I hate Kim. He is a terrible leader. See? Okay. She can help us kill him. What? No, no, no kidding. Kim must die. That's the American way. How many times can the U.S. make the same mistake? As many times as it takes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny because it's true. America makes a mistake. We'll do it again until we get it right. Uh, yeah. Maybe we should stop making the same mistake and, like, fix the problem. Nope. No. Nah. This is the Doesn't American way. way. We have money coming out of our ears. We can do whatever we want. So a little social commentary there. Good job to you. Um... I'm just going to go ahead and play this last clip because it also made me laugh because, again, James Franco. An escape plan. Why don't we go to Japan? Well, because it's across the Sea of Japan. Why don't we swim? Can't swim that. Oh, I'm a good swimmer. It's really, really far. <laughs> People have done it. Nope. Yep, Michael Phelps did it. That's not true. <laughs> See, I thought that oh. dialogue I liked. Oh, Sean? Uh, uh, Sean yeah? That, you know what that reminds me of? Gilmore Girls. Uh, Almost. It reminded me of Gilmore uh, Girls because the way they're, it's just back and forth really quick. That's that whole show is like that. Like an Aaron Sorkin bit. Oh, okay. Like any Aaron Sorkin. I'm not saying he wrote Gilmore Girls. I'm saying Aaron Sorkin does that, those quick quips back and forth. That stuff I like. Uh, what did it remind you of, Corny? Yeah, I was going to say uh, Psych. That's what I was going to yeah, go Actually, with, uh, yeah. Sean and Gus. Where Gus is playing Seth Rogen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And I was, yeah, it only would have been better at the end of it if we would have said, Well, I've heard it both ways. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Door opens. That would have been great. (laughs) Um, There you go. Those are all the clips I captured. There was more little moments, but what? A lot of them had F bombs. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. 
Uh, I was wondering, uh, was that improvised? I don't know. It seemed so rapid succession that if it was improvised, like the first time that they just kept it because it was funny, and then they just kept rehearsing it so they came back and forth it. I, I don't know. Personally, it didn't. Uh, who? I don't know. But I liked it. It was that was one of the the funnier moments. We just swim across the Sea of Japan. Nope, not a thing. Nope. Um, and then um, uh, <laughs> my next note is, so when did TV technicians get so brave that they'll bite the fingers off a gun-wielding crazy? <laughs> you, oh, I thought that you, was you, <laughs> you and I have worked at a, an amusement park. You know that people can get crazy. <laughs> I mean, I know that, right? Jobs. But I mean, like, if we're in the tech office at, at the, the park and a guy walks in with a gun, I'm not biting off his fingers. Uh, but that's just. But me. if your glorious leader was being insulted, well, maybe you're right. That's true. And by um, the way, uh, Seth Rogen's fingers—you uh, know—if they were that easily bitten off, he, he should really, you know, change his diet. <laughs> it should have been a little harder to bite off a man's finger. Yeah, I'll drink, agree with drink that. Drink more milk or something. Make those bones uh, tougher. Um, I wrote. Uh, they went from not wanting to kill anyone to running people over in a tank. <laughs> you know, I was like, and they squished. Yep. They squished like water balloons. Yeah, uh, the foley work on that must have been fun. Um, and I, I, I actually thought that the slow mo of the helicopter blowing up when the tank shot it was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it was a cool way to watch him die. I, I thought um, that was, was a very uh, lovely version of firework as that was going on in the background. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was really clever. Is this fireworks? Shut up. Helps me drive. <laughs> um, so that was great. It was fun. Um, so there you go. I wrote down the tropes of the guy thinks his job isn't good enough trope, the talent in the dumbass trope, or the clueless hero trope. The villain is misunderstood. Um, and then hero befriends guy who is he's supposed to kill. Um, those are the ones I wrote down. There's probably half dozen others I didn't. Uh, if you guys have thought of any. Mm, that's pretty much mm. covered it for me. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, all right. It was fun. Well, before we get to trivia, Audible.com sponsored this wonderful little podcast about a mediocre film. Audible, uh, Audible slash cheap seat reviews is a way you can get a three, three, you can get a free audiobook and a three, a free, a free audiobook and a 30 day free trial at audibletrial.com slash <laughs> cheap seat reviews. <laughs> Love. I like how you're love. Two love. Mowage. Mowage. <laughs> I don't know how that came out. Own it, John. Own it. Own it. <laughs> a group of political activists in South you're just Korea. Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> yeah. You peanut butter and jealous. And jealous. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> a group of uh, political activists in South Korea reportedly plans to purchase 100,000 copies of the interview. Uh, with Korean subtitles, and drop DVDs and USB sticks containing the film with balloons over North Korean territory. It is illegal <laughs> nice. to watch this film and other foreign <laughs> media in North Korea, but a black market exists, and many citizens have private access to DVD players and other media players. I <laughs> love that. I really do. That This movie, for all of its dumbness, might actually... Help something? Maybe actually help something or whatever. Yeah. If it makes one person in that in that shit country laugh and go, that's actually kind of funny, you know? I tell you, there's a documentary on Netflix uh, about North Korea, and um, it's pretty amazing what uh, 
what's going on over there and, and just have, how uh, bad Seth it Rogen is. Rogan and uh, Jane Franco in it? <laughs> no, no, but it does. They they were able to film in country, um, acting as a doctor, basically going there and helping people. Mm. And uh, it's it's yeah, it's pretty amazing. And by amazing, you mean horrific? Oh yeah, horrific. Amazing what the the human humans do to each other. Yeah. To, uh, to maintain the power that they have. Yeah. Uh, the line above the movie uh, uh, title translates, please do not believe these ignorant and dishonorable Americans. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, during the eat the steak scene, Skylark is intentionally dressed as the Joker from Batman. What? <laughs> Did you guys notice that? He's wearing a know. he's wearing a purple suit. Go back. Oh yeah. Just pull up Netflix and go back to where he's that scene that I captured. He's like, and you have to eat your vegetables, but then you get the steak. And Skylar likes his steak. That bit. That's he's wearing a purple suit. It's really weird. Huh. Uh, Skylark bonding with um, Jong Un is based on or Kim whatever is based on former basketball player Dennis Rodman who traveled to North Korea to host basketball expositions and befriend uh, Jong Un. <laughs> I actually I actually kind of wonder if that was yeah, <laughs> based on that. It's weird. And the finale of the movie is completely foreshadowed by Skylark. Earlier in the film while he is discussing his vision of how the assassination would go, he predicted that he would take a bullet in his bulletproof vest they would escape into a secret tunnel, eventually be brought home by SEAL Team 6 on a Zodiac, wrapped up in blankets. James Franco does the same thing in the end. And if you've ever seen the movie or uh, the TV show Sherlock, you'll know that blankets mean that you're in shock and that that's a funny thing. Um, yeah. Why am I wearing this blanket? You're in shock. No, I'm not. Anyway. Well, there you go. Soundtrack grade? Uh... Be in for barely noticed. I barely knew there was even music happening, um, and maybe that's so my much, fault. Uh, so much dick flopping. Yeah, there was a lot of other stuff <laughs> happening. I didn't really care about the soundtrack, but uh, the rock and roll <laughs> stuff was fine. The, the the a lot of the a lot of the Asian music was just it was whatever. Um, it was Asian. Yeah, it was Asian. Um, and what did we learn from this movie? Well, I learned that <laughs> if you're about to get killed by a tiger, hopefully your CIA handlers drop the missile on its face. Do not attack the tiger. You will get killed. Yeah, you will lose. You gotta that. kill it. You gotta kill it. You gotta grab it by the balls. I don't see the ball. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta <laughs> punch it. Uh, so there you go. That's it. Um, right. That's kind of. That's it. Right here we go. Uh, that's kind of it. Yeah. Oh wait, what just happened? Uh, no, here. Top three, Clueless Heroes. This is the trope, not the trope, but it's a trope, but this is also the, the top three that we chose, where the hero has no freaking clue what they're doing and just happens to be good at being a hero for whatever reason. Um, this is the, the TV show with Chuck is based on this premise. Um, Chad, you're up. Hi there. I want to have to go with uh, Emmett from the Lego movie. Oh my god, that's oh. so perfect. I now hate you and myself for not thinking of it. Okay? Aha, you're you're so mine. right though, Emmett. Gosh, yeah. The whole the whole movie is based on that concept. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. Uh, um I wanna have to go with uh Inspector Gadget. Oh yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for Penny and the dog. Yeah. Yeah. 
Don't forget me. And that, that was a movie. <laughs> and Claw. Thank you, Claw. Um, Welcome. Uh, there was with a movie. Ferris Bueller. With Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Hey, good job, Sam. Um, okay, see. And as a number three, I'm going to have to go with Inspector Jacques Clouseau. In the Pink, in the Pink Panther. Panther. Which Pink one? Panther. The new ones or the old ones? It matters not. Oh, it's the same character. Well, okay. I was just wondering if you like oh. easy. I was just wondering if you <laughs> liked one over the other one. No, I didn't. Rich, it got cold in here. <laughs> I mean, Steve Martin did. A re- I think he did. A, I thought he did an okay job. Yeah, hamburger. Uh, I, I I only remember I've watched the original ones with my parents. I remember two things from that. One, the kung fu scenes were hilarious. Um, and two, the bit where he walks in. And he looks down, there's a dog, and he says, does your dog bite? And the guy says, no. And then you go down and pet the dog, and the dog bites him. And he says, I thought you said the dog doesn't bite. And he said, that's not my dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, these are the Zing. jokes. Yeah, these are the jokes, okay? Corny. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Frank Dreblin from Night Gun. Nice. Oh, okay, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Bill and Ted from Bill and oh. Ted's Adventure. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> and Lloyd. From Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, yeah. Nice. All or right. either one of them, really. Yeah. Uh, Lloyd more than Harry. Yeah, I think Lloyd was a little dumber. <laughs> was it? Which one was which? Was Harry Jeff Daniels? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. I, I wouldn't make Lloyd the hero because he's kind of a psychopath. <laughs> They're all psychopaths. <laughs> well, yeah. But Harry wasn't so much a psychopath. He was just an idiot. But, like, Lloyd, like... Like treated that dead bird for that <laughs> scooter or something, yeah. and to the blind kid, and like he poured a gallon of X lax in his buddy's coffee. I mean, like he was kind of psychotic. Anyway, yeah. and a million, it's fun loving. It's a million dollars worth of IOUs. We promise we'll pay you back. Um, <laughs> all right, so yeah, so what is, did you wait? You said Bill and Ted. You said. Larry, uh, Lloyd and who Frank, else? Frank Drevlin. Oh, Frank um, Drevlin. Uh, yeah, yeah. Drevlin, Drevlin, Drevin? Drevin, Drevin. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Basically, Drevin. you can put any Leslie Nielsen movie. Pretty much. Because my favorite one is, um, airplane. Wrong. No, wrongfully accused. Oh yeah, the. Uh, oh my uh, gosh! For whatever reason, that movie that was one of those that I watched with Steven all the time, and the jokes in that movie were just. They 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 just hit me funny, you know. The guy who's pretending to be Tommy Lee Jones is he's doing what Tommy Lee Jones does in The Fugitive, you know. And he's, you know, uh, I can't do it. It's just a funny movie. I almost want to watch it for the podcast, but I don't know. It wouldn't be make for a very good review because it's a it's a farce. It's a comedy. But just to cap, just so I can have the audio of. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. I'm as sure as that is. That's an anaconda. And then an anaconda comes off screen and bites the guy's neck. <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, Sam, I want to go watch <laughs> that movie now. All right, I've got uh, Naked Gun at number three. Is it streaming? Okay. Uh, number two, uh, I've got the Austin Powers movies. Oh, yeah. And I've got number one, the Lego movie. Oh, great. Great. Oh, yep. I feel bad for not thinking about it. Um, Shame on you. I know, right? You, and you've got it like what to your left in front of you? <laughs> I really do. I mean, there's actually the the double decker couch is literally six yeah. inches from my my head right now. That's got to be the yeah. dumbest idea ever. Oh, there goes Chad. So I guess it doesn't matter where he lives. It's a computer thing. Weird. It, it has to be his computer. That's strange. 
Because I'm still coming in clear, right? Mortal Kombat is streaming. Oh. It must be my computer. It has to be. It's That's so weird. weird. How how far are we in this podcast? Uh, an hour. Well, yeah. a little less than an hour, actually. That's so between a- uh, between 45 and an hour, Chad, you transform. All right, my top three. As I keep, as I'm trying to get Netflix to load to see if uh, wrongfully accused is on here. It's not. Damn. Oh. No. Um, but Mortal Kombat's on there. That might be worth watching. I haven't seen that in a while. Oh no. Um, that was on my replay list in the nineties. Oh, mine too. All the time. All the freaking time. Because the girl was hot. Yep. And uh, Goro. Vicky Valancourt? Yeah. No, not Vicky Valancourt, no, but uh, Vicky, not Vicky Valancourt. Uh, um, God, whatever. The, the True Lies girl, not True Lies. No, um, not True Lies. Home Alone. Uh, no. No. Home <laughs> Alone. Last action hero. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was with you. Veronica with, Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. One nice piece of ace. ace. I was with you with uh, with True Lies because at least had Arnie in it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure the Home Alone connection. That was funny, though. Thank you, Sam. Uh, so I wrote Bill and Ted yeah, uh, for both of their movies. Um, Kung Fu Panda. Okay. And The Man Who Knew Too Little. <laughs> Bill Murray totally stops aspiring. He has no idea he's doing it. It's great. There you go. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to check one last time. We have... Uh, no email. Oh, we just have oh, a go- shocker. We have a Google alert basically letting me know that um, that Sam Man. signed into Google to the Google account. <laughs> um, there you go. Which does it scare you a little bit that happened? No, because I know it's you. Uh, oh. Out of out of ten, Chad. Out of ten. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I enjoyed the movie. I mean, it's not anywhere near my top 300 films but <laughs> damn <laughs> which i can tell you about i can tell you my top 300 films um top 300 I, yeah i have a I have a uh yeah what's I'll, that I'll tell you about it chat? you have a database what's your 300th film do 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 kill time for me are you actually... Oh, die, you, time. Die. I will die, stab you, you in the thing. neck. I can't. This this can't be a real thing. No, it's, I've got the same thing. I've got up to I'm 700 movies that are ranked. Anyway. What? I've yeah, got what, 600 here, movies that are ranked right now. Yeah, what's the name of the website, Chad? Flickchart.com. Flickchart.com. It's that? basically a hot or not rankings of movies. So it's like Tinder for movies? Flick. <laughs> <laughs> flickchart.com flickchart.com basically you choose which movie you'd rather watch or which one's a better movie and it and it ranks them as you go along oh it's you've really done cool. 600 I've done 700 oh my gosh yeah does it does the list actually pretty cor- correlate pretty well to with well you have to you have to kind of devote some time to it because yeah if you if you don't come across your movie it doesn't add it to the chart and then sometimes it puts things in in the rear weird order. But you can go back and you can say, "Hey, you know, I want to re-rank this movie um, to kind of say where where you kind of want it to go." Yeah. But um, um, that's really interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. But I will say, the longer you do it, the more uh, I don't know if it, it just fills up your computer. 
so it, your computer gets really slow after about two hours of ranking. <laughs> I mean, you will have to, you know, after about two hours of doing anything on your computer, you need to kind of let it rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good advice for everyone in, in life. You know, just let it rest. Let it rest. So you didn't give me a number, Chad. Oh, I need to give you a number. Um, probably, I'm going to say 5.75. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I, I take that back. Um, I don't want to be. I don't be that much of a dick. Um, <laughs> I don't care. I'm five, not the one that does the math. So five point six six six. Six. Repeating, <laughs> now, of course. Repeating, of course. Um, now you're a dick. Yes. I love it. Uh, here we go. <laughs> so, 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 your, your actual number is five point seven five. Five point seven five. Okay, I can, I can, I can write that down, and I will, in fact. Um. Uh, yeah. So five point seven five. Corny. What you want, sucker? You know what I want. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you want. Yeah. Oh, you want my number? Yes, please. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. I, I was um, uh, I was entertained, but I, I, will, I will not be watching this anytime soon. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, Sam? Um, I'm going to give this probably a six and a half. I was entertained, enjoyed it, and I'd probably, if it was on, I'd probably stop and, and watch it for a little while. It's one of those movies you don't have to watch all the way from the beginning to the end. Yeah, that's um, true. There's definitely scenes that are are fun to to rewatch. So, yep, six and a half. Uh, I'm just gonna say five because it was fun, but five, yeah, five, yeah. I just, I, don't, I just, I don't care enough about the movie. I just, you know, like if you guys said, "Hey, we're gonna come over, we're gonna drink a couple beers and watch the interview," I'll say, "Okay." If nothing else is on, and if your Xbox is broken, um. But you know what I'm saying? Like, You'll know. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd rather play uh, Carcass One than this. So, yeah. But that's you know whatever. Well, you know, uh, for my a lack number. of better things to do, I think I'll close my eyes out. I'm not putting. Are we doing this movie next? <laughs> no, we're not doing that movie next. My number three hundred movie, for those that want to know, is the 1966 Batman. Really? Interesting. 1966. Interesting. That is interesting. Um, what else is interesting is somehow our movie list has gotten really out of order. <laughs> um, and that's okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's it, right? So so next week, we're going to do a movie. And I'm going to tell you what that movie is in just a second. But before we do that, I'm going to tease something. Uh, next week, we have been challenged. Last week's inter- email we read was from our, our good friend Jen, who challenged us. To um, to our top ten list, she says, "quote You guys talk about your top ten all the time, and I'm starting to wonder what your top ten might be." So challenge accepted. So next week, we are going to give you our top ten. Well, we're actually going to give you ten through six, because if we all did our top ten, then that would be kind of a long and a long episode along with the movie, and I don't want to do just a top ten uh, episode. So we'll do a movie next week as normal. And then we'll do our 10 through 6. Uh, there may be audio clips involved. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe a little surprise. Huh? Well, a little fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so that's happening next week. So it should be fun. And um, if you uh, listen to this and 
before next week, you want to throw out some movies on our Facebook page or email us at cheapseatreviews.com, you, uh, you might spark something. I might go, oh, my gosh, you're right. I forgot about that movie. So Should we, should we explain exactly what top ten means? Yeah. So this is what, the way I, I worded it to the guys, uh, the, way that was worded, well, the way I read Jen's email, the way I'm, I am in, uh, interpreting the, the challenge is these are our top ten movies. These are our personal uh, movies that we, we love. I'm not saying they're the best movies. Of my list, most of them would, would not only were they not nominated for Oscars or anything like that, they would never win any type of an award. Um, but, but they're my movies, and I love them. And, and that was I was actually working on it tonight, and I was with my wife, and she says I was down literally down to like three movies for the tenth spot, and she says, which one of those? movies do you love like use the word love with and i was like you're right i had to literally say i love this over these two so these are the top 10 movies that i've picked um so we're gonna do that next week so stay tuned if you want to listen to it thank you if you don't well you'll still Shut get up. to you'll still get to listen to us review fargo oh what do you mean oh i thought we were doing goon no we're gonna do fargo Oh, simply because I have the intro recorded for Fargo from Catherine, because <laughs> um, Goon wasn't on there when when I wish she did the recording um, a few weeks mm. ago. Catherine and Billy, our good friends, have moved away, so getting recordings from Catherine are um, not not as easy as they once were. So there you go. It'll be easy if I kidnap her. Well, you could do that, yeah. but that would be wrong because we yeah. like Reverend Catherine. So we are doing Fargo, eh? Don't you know? And things, the, uh, yeah, there it goes. Um, I think that's it, right? That's our show? I think so. Cool. Good enough. Um, yeah, so we're doing Fargo. Are you guys are you watching anything fun other than Game of Thrones, which is not fun? I will be going to see Jurassic World this Saturday. You are right. Jurassic World opens this weekend. Sarah I and I very, are very gonna, excited. We're going to go see it in Nashville this weekend. Oh, cool. Um, Chuck is also my new my new thing, my new obsession. Uh, I have binge watched the crap out of that show. Corny, yes, sir. You've not watched it. I am. Oh no, I've watched Chuck. Yeah. Have you seen like lots of episodes or like three? I saw up until like season four, oh, and then I was seen, out. You've seen most of it, okay? Yeah. Chuck for me is what Psych was five years ago. Oh. I love this show legitimately love this show. I have embraced it with open arms and I love this show. And with arms wide open. Just like um that guy from that song. Tonic. <laughs> it's not Tonic. No. <laughs> that wasn't uh, Nickelback, was it? No. No, it was, it was Creed. Uh, Creed. It's Creed, yeah. Creed. Arms wide open. Yeah, it sounds like Cher. Anyway. Um <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, leave, leave us a review on iTunes. Did you? Were you guys going to say anything? No, good. Okay, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, please visit our website cheapseatreviews.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash cheapseatreviews. Follow us on Twitter at cheapseatcast. You may follow me at Sean J Allred. Sneeji sixteen is Sam. That's S O N E J I sixteen. Johnny Darko sixteen and Maestro underscore Evans for Chad. Um, please always send us your emails to cheapsitreviews at gmail.com. So on behalf of Tony, Chad, Sam, this is Sean saying thank you for listening and good night.
Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word. Spoken world? <laughs> spoken word. Spoken word, eh? God, that's, that's for Shut your mouth. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. Sp- spoken word. There, I just have to sound like a really white dude. Okay. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word... Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Spoken word? (laughs) Such a weird phrase anyway. (laughs) All right. 